Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, this is the Spirit Doctor, Kelly Sparta, and you are listening to Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. Joey C is taking a break, so I've invited a guest to join me as we explore more about energy, magic, and the spirit world. So buckle up, my friends. This is about to get fun. Today, I have invited my friend, Sue Angelo. We have known each other a very long time. Uh, Sue Angelo created the Shamanic Spirit Song Healing, blending her natural intuitive gifts with her training as a shamanic and energy practitioner. She is initiated as a medicine woman in the tradition of West African shamanism. She is certified by the Reese Thomas Institute of Energy Medicine and is a certified Reiki master. She brings all of this to her clients to help them step into their empowered selves in connection with spirit. And as I said, she is a certified badass. So... (laughs) We're going to tell some stories tonight, and then we're going to talk about what you do, and we're going to talk about your book, and we're going to just, we're we're going to, like, really, when I said buckle up, guys, I really do mean buckle up, because Sue and I have not talked in a very long time, and we have got some great stories. So, let me just say, this is going to be fun. All right. <clears throat> so, Sue, <laughs> one of my favorite stories is... The day that you invited me over, we were doing a, 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 a women's circle at your house and you invited us to the house and I was getting off the bus and I was walking up the hill to your house, which I'd done a m- bunch of times. And I walked up the hill and I walked up the hill and I walked up the hill and I was like, wait, wait, I think I passed it. And I walked down the hill and I walked down the hill and I walked and I went, wait a minute, I think I passed it. And I walked up the hill and I walked up the hill and I was like, fuck this. And I got on the phone and I called Sue and I said, what did you do to your house? And she's like, what do you mean? 
Kelly said, I can't find it. She's like, what do you mean you can't find it? I said, I saw you walking by. I didn't understand why you didn't come in the door. I figured you were going to the store. I made it invisible. Yes, you did. I was like, I can't find your fucking house, Sue. What did you do? You became 13 Grimald Place. Not okay. And she, I'm like, light a fucking candle and put it in the window or else I'm not going to be able to get in. So she did. And bang, I found it. It was right there. So when I say this woman's badass, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Oh, from one badass to another, you know. (laughs) You all have to understand, I met Kelly right when I really didn't know about any of the stuff. And I was in a group with two other women and Kelly and they would be talking about all this stuff and i'd be like you know goddesses and all magical stuff and i'd be like what the what are they talking about man i don't know i never heard about this stuff i don't know what they're doing but then if they said oh we're doing ritual then i could bring the i could bring an altar together i could do different things and prepare you know okay we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and that and then kelly goes well, how do you know to do that, Sue? I said, well, isn't it just natural? Everybody should know how to do this. She's going, no, not everybody knows how to do ritual and put stuff in the right place and clean and clear and set everything up. And the whole time she's pretending she doesn't know anything. (laughs) The whole time I'm going, but clearly you do. I do. I know. (laughs) And I just had to be reminded of it all. It just was something. So if you have, Things that you do very naturally, pay attention to those things. That's your gift. Yeah. The the first like two years that I knew you, I was calling you sister and you were calling me sensei. And I was like, stop it. (laughs) You're like, you're my teacher. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm your sister. (laughs) You know this stuff. You just don't remember. And I'm just reminding you. It's okay. And that's exactly (laughs) what happened. I would do stuff. I would get into different situations and i'd be like boom 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 this is how it's gonna go and i understand it and then i'd be like kelly what the hell was that (laughs) what what did what did i just do what does that mean and she'd explain you know she'd give me the background of it and i'd be like okay all right that makes sense i think i got that (laughs) yeah always fun to work with the intuitive witches so (laughs) because if we were setting like we went away to a self-help group and we were all in the hot, hot tub and then everybody was like oh one, one person first said oh could you clear us and so kelly and i and two other folks two other ladies were we were like okay and kelly and i started clearing people and we did one person and then we started having this huge line of people standing there waiting to be cleared we hadn't really worked together before and all this magical stuff started happening for all these people and and yeah and the guys just randomly just went and grabbed their drums and started drumming in support of it and it was this line of women waiting to come into and it was more than clearing i mean the first person asked for clearing and then it just when when she stood in the center it just became 
this healing cauldron and we're standing there the four of us doing doing this this work in this just intuitively feeling into the space and doing all this energy work and and she finished and she stepped into the circle with us and then the next person came in and we started working on her and the guys are drumming and somebody else had signed himself the job of bringing water to people for in between the sessions and we we must have done work on what like 10 people that day yeah, we maybe worked 12? like five or six hours i don't know how many hours maybe six to eight hours but it was at least 10 people and nobody knew it was so spontaneous it was so organic it was so magical that that's how it all came about that's when i got one of my names sister moon so it was a very fun magical time well, and I remember, I remember going to Daughters of the Earth gathering, and you and I were talking about this when we talked about coming on this episode. We talked about how lucky we were to have come up through uh, a time where we had access to all of these wonderful festivals and rituals. And, you know, in, in the Northeast, there's just so much stuff, right? And Elisa Starkweather used to run an event called Daughters of the Earth, and she also ran the Belly and Womb Conference. And we went to Daughters of the Earth once and uh, together. And I remember standing in line for lunch, and I had my cup and my mug, and you walk up to me, and I look over at you like, holy crap, what happened to you? And all you said to me were two words. Do you remember? I think it was put me back together. No, you said fix it. Fix it. <laughs> you were like fix it. Fix it. <laughs> not right. Right, and I was like, I was like, well, yeah, it's not right because you are the most grounded person I have ever met in my life. You are the epitome of Mother Earth, and you were ungrounded. And you were half out of your body and you had ripped your aura. And I was like, what the hell happened to you? And you were like, I did a breathwork workshop. <laughs> Fix it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I handed my cup and mug off to the, the cup and bowl off to somebody in front of me and just like shoved you back in your body and realigned you and healed up your aura. And two, three minutes later, and I'm like, better? And you're like, yes, thanks. And then off you went. <laughs> And there's a part to this story I don't think you know, which is that the woman in front of me who had been holding my my cup and my bowl handed them back to me and she looked at me and she went, that wasn't Reiki, was it? And I and I thought about it and I was like, I thought about all the different pieces and parts that I had done and I was like, mm -mm -mm -mm. no, none of that was Reiki. And she was just like, what was it? And then I had this moment where I'm just like sitting there going, yeah, it would take me several years to explain the vocabulary that I would have to use to explain to you what I just did in that five minutes. And so rather than sound arrogant and puffy about it, I just went, eh, it's just what I do, which I, I, in that moment, I realized, you know, because I'd had so many practitioners over the years say the same thing to me and been so frustrated with the answer. And I was like, oh, now I get it, right? <laughs> I'm like, it's what you say when what your actual answer would be would sound too freaking arrogant, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. People don't understand different words and people don't understand the energy. They saw it. She sort of understood what happened because <laughs> she saw me come back in my body, but she didn't know how that happened. And so it's that's what happens with me. When I work with people, it's just what I do. And I can't always explain what I do, but it's just what I do. <laughs> 
and, and you do similar to yes. um, I had I had Noah Koloff on uh, a little while ago and he did the episode on money issues. And then, you know, you and I both, he does light language. That's what he calls it. And, and you and I do, you and I speak the same spirit language, or at least we did for a while. I don't know if we still do, but, um, but, you know, I remember doing healing with you in Rockport. Do you remember that? Where we were, it was a friend of yours in Rockport and we put him up on the table and we basically were two people but we were one person doing a healing and we were speaking the same words and doing the same things and channeling just we had four hands to work on it was it was the most connected with another healer i had ever been in and still have ever been in my entire life right yeah because we just just, just, yeah 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 that's not always the case all all healers don't work like that and uh yeah. I've been lucky with a few people that I work with like that. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was, it was really awesome. Well, that's why the name is Shamanic Spirit Song is because the light language came through. When I started doing my healings, all of a sudden I started, now believe me, you know Kelly's a singer, but I am not a singer. But if Kelly sings like a regular rock and roll song, I can sing with her because I can feel the channel of the music through her. But I also channel my own song when I do healings on people. And it's different for each person that comes in. So it's, which is always a lot of fun because people can feel it. And, and the process is, is called entrainment. And so if you're curious there, we did do an episode on entrainment like in 2018. So you'd have to go searching back in time. But if you guys listening are interested in, in what entrainment is, it'll explain it to you in depth there. But uh, that's the process of entrainment is what allowed Sue and I to do the healing together. The process of entrainment is what allows you to sing with me when I sing a song. It's the, the process of entrainment is what allows you to sing exactly the right song for that person right yeah and so basically you're connecting your energy to the other person in order to to do the work it is an empath skill i also connect to the ancestors too so some well one of the things is that i i am the flute that speaks for the ancestors so blessings blessings everybody thank you for listening and thank you kelly for having us here today as you hear my song and my heart opens to this interview to this time to this space to this podcast in connection with spirit in connection with my ancestors in connection in my heart in connection with kelly's heart and in connection with all of your hearts as we speak here today and i'm very deeply grateful to be here thank you kelly <laughs> hmm. don't mind me i'm just soaking that in uh, yeah <laughs> any other messages you have coming through and as we walk forward as warrior women and men, we all have the gift in our souls and in our hearts. It's about listening to it. It's about remembering it. 
It's about feeling it and knowing it and being in your balance and in your in your soul, your center. What you know is who you are and being in acceptance of it. We all have we all have a knowing. We all have intuition. Depends on how you want to work with it. (laughs) It's been a long time, Kelly. I miss you. (laughs) That's all I can say. I miss you. Thank you. you. Oh my God. I I so miss you. This this moment, I'm just like, oh, yes, I remember this time (sighs) we spent. Ah, Right? And actually, this is pretty interesting to come on this time with you. Because I really haven't been doing any shamanic work for about a year. So it's almost like being rebirth again for me now today and doing the podcast is to reopening to what's next and seeing where it's going to come. So it's so interesting to be on the podcast at this time to do this now. Well, and and this is another part of our, our shared story is that back when I was struggling to get started and get my business off the ground and you would host events at your house and make food for people and, you know, it's just you know, like... And, and and help me promote it and and never take any money for it and and I'm just like you were so generous to me and I was just like let, you know I contacted you I was like can you please let me do this for you let me let me let me uh, let me be generous back because you know you were so kind to me and she really is she's one of the most kind kind people you'll ever meet she is brilliant as a healer and. If I go to healing, I generally would go to her, right? Um, because you, know, as you get further along in your process, you're pickier about who you'll take take healings from. Because you know, if you if you go to just any healer, they're going to bring their crap to the table, right? And so you have to find people who've done the work to clear that crap out, so that they are in fact clear channels. And so. Yeah, so Sue is up in the in the Boston area still, um, and although you're like up in Dedham now, right, or somewhere um, north it's of Danvers, the city, so Danvers. I'm, so, I'm oh, little, right, sorry, north of the city. Of, I had the right north. location. <laughs> Wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so north of Boston, um, near Salem. Yes, actually, yes, Salem. I'm a couple towns from Salem. Yes, I am. I don't work in Salem, but I work. No, Close well, by. you know, Salem's got its own stuff. Yeah. Salem's very, it's not, very, uh, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing, and it's not <laughs> you my thing. Either be in it or not. <laughs> yeah, so you can, it's not my you know, Yeah, so, uh, but yes, if you're up in the in that area and you are looking for a good good healing, then Sue is really amazing. And, you know, she does a lot of work over the internet as well. Yeah, I do a lot of Zoom. Yes, I do. and um, And I do a lot of phone things, too. I I see people and we have to look at your body and me to shift things around. We can I can do that over the Zoom and we can talk and all kinds of stuff. As long as you tell me what's going on. You've done um like uh, uh power animal journeys and things mm-hmm. like that too, right? I do shamanic journeys, either power animals or depending on what time of year it is, I do it to it like if I do a journey in November, it's about the gratitude. What's the gratitude? Sometimes if I do a journey in May, we might talk about mothers, <laughs> uh, which not always make a lot of people happy. But um, because 
to me, how can you mother yourself having the compassion for yourself? So I do journeys on Zoom, which I'm going to be starting to do probably in November, December. Um, I also run classes. Most of them have been in person. One might be starting to be on Zoom, but I do a variety of classes too, to introduce you to your intuition, give you confirmation about, oh, yeah, I was doing this. And, oh, that's why I do it. Oh, okay. That makes sense now. And I'm not just pretending or imagining this this stuff. So I help people get in connection to their, their spirituality, to their heart, to what they're feeling, to the earth. I'm always reminded, have you gone out to put your feet on the ground yet? Or, you know, have you done any grounding? Have you said hello to Mother Earth, said hello to your trees in your yard and, and connect people to their lands and reminding them that we're all energy together on this earth, you know, so. You know, I remember another ritual that we did where we we stripped to the waist and we painted each other yes we do you did remember that, that? <laughs> yes i do because uh, then you painted the awesome. face on me and i was like oh how do you do that nobody's supposed to see that <laughs> <laughs> and we took pictures of each other too i still have those was, pictures yeah because those were quite they were they powerful. Were quite profound, powerful, you know, getting in touch with those shadow sides and knowing what they are and then knowing how to use them is always an empowered move for yourselves. Yeah. We did some serious magic in that circle. Oh, man. we did. You remember the shadow and the and the light one we did? No, tell me. So we set it up. I had the altar. One side was like a white cloth on it. The other side was a black cloth. And then I put all black candle, white candle, white flower, white, black flower. And then, of course, Raya brought all the, 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 uh, altars, altars and the cloth. And they were black and white. And she had like lace and all kinds of stuff. And it really was to look at our shadow. And we all dived into a dark place of in our hearts and in our space and and then the other folks held us in that container while we worked at it and looked at it and actually was witnessed in that shadow space and it moved me to a different different place in my life when we did that that was that would be i don't know if i could do that with a bigger group but that's really no was yeah a, uh, that was a lot the thing yeah. Um, well, there are things that you can do. And this is a good educational piece for people is that there are things that you can do in a small group that meets regularly where you've established trust, where you've done work together. I mean, we worked in this group for what, two years? Yeah. So, you know, Kathy's actually been in a group for 30 years. Can you imagine? They've been meeting every quarter for 30 years. And I'm just like, I can't even imagine how awesome that would be. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's huge. It's huge and healing. And, and, you know, we just, and, and we took turns designing rituals, right? Yeah. I mean, we, I remember one ritual where we just went around and put into the center of the circle, what it was to be a woman for us. And then got to drink that back in because we had two people in the circle who had had children and two who didn't. 
And we got, and those of us who had not got to have that experience as we pulled that energy back in, which was lovely. And, you know, just, just, there was so much great juicy stuff that happened in that circle. Right. And so, you know, at whatever level you're at, if you have people around you who you are, you know, who are doing any level of work and are willing to work with you, then, you know, I would really encourage you to develop a regular practice because it's such a rewarding thing. You know, I've, I've done several of these circles with different groups of, uh, and it's generally been women's circles, but I, my very first one was, was a mixed male, female circle. Um, but I've done several of these over my lifetime and they've all been super helpful in terms of, you know, helping me move my process along and just have a place to touch in. To have, that's, I have, I just had a two, a year, a two year program with two students. And that's really the piece of it. They would be like, we don't have any other place that we go to. And we talk about all this magical stuff or, or just even my pro- their process of life. And then giving them a broader picture by bringing spirituality into it and saying, well, look at it this way. Look at it through the shaman eye. Look at it through your soul eye. What are you seeing? Not through your mind's eye, but through your soul eye. And in your heart, where can you go with it? And so I know with these groups, as Kelly has said, I know it helped my growth tremendously because from my studies is being witness is so key for everybody because everybody wants to be seen and everybody wants to be heard. And if you're witness in a group, in a process, it brings your healing up to the next level. It does. And, and for those of you out there saying, I'm, I don't want to be seen as vulnerable, I'm afraid, you know, because that's where everybody goes. So don't feel like you're alone. And the fact is that, yes, you're witnessed, but you're witnessed and held in a, in a truly unconditionally loving container. That's why if you get in a small group and you work with one or two or three people, then you all get to know each other and then you can start working from there and then seeing where the group goes. And it's just lovely. It will be bonding, more bonding than you ever with that you ever will have with anybody in your entire life. You know, when you do ritual with people, because you're not talking about oh, what's the grocery store? You know, I went to the grocery store or I saw, you know, the brain today, whatever, whatever. You're, ta- you're talking from your heart and your soul with these people. And it's just in a different vibration. And Yeah, um, your life takes on a greater significance when you're with them, right? Because everything has a meaning deeper than what is just in front of you. I think at this time in our lives and in this time of, society that's really needed everybody needs something like that and um i run a lot of groups when i do my classes it's really that that's what i'm building is a group for people to then mix with each other they might not have known each other let's do a little bit of magic or let's do a little intuition and they can see each other working and then they're like oh and then the group ends up being cohesive and, you know, you don't have to have somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. 
you guys can muddle through together. I mean, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. I, 20 years ago when I started with the group, I mean, I, I, I talk about working with my shaman, Ken, but my shaman was like five years younger than me. <laughs> okay. He, he was 23 years old when we started this work together. And yeah, he had done a lot of study because he was, he's a sage and that's what he does. He does a lot of study, but we we muddled through together you know i mean he taught me some stuff i intuited some stuff you know other stuff was brought in by other members you know we we just we did what we did and we made our way through it and we grew together as yes, we did the process absolutely. right yeah i think and that was the same with our group too because i didn't you guys had a little definitely more experience in practical experience and then i was like that I had a fair amount of intuitive experience. So yeah, you, I you always in. you always met us. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, ah, you'll figure it out. And then you did. <laughs> I know. It's so but you're it like, always, well, I just did this. I'm like, yeah. perfect. And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it, I I love that. That's what you're doing now for everybody else. It's like you're paying it forward. It's awesome. Right. And also, I I'm one of the things. One of the words I use for myself is an intuitive ritualist. So people come to me if they want to build a ritual. I mean, I've done baby blessings. I've done marriage blessings. I've done you know when someone's passed. I've done you know grief blessings and. Um, or even happy occasions, you know, even if you're just moving celebrations, anything like that. And so, yeah, I remember when you got divorced, we yes, did a ritual did for divorce. you. <laughs> <laughs> you helped design that one too. Yes, I did. And that was my first, actually, that was my first ritual. So if you want a divorce ritual, I get a really good one for you. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, that's where the, my intuition came in. I just was open to listening to what it was telling me. And I had never done anything like that before. I invited eight, you know, eight women and I had this whole thing planned and people, Kelly, she was like the facilitator kind of like just telling people where to do and how to go and, and, and announcing me and different things. And um, that was another powerful initiation. Everything's initiation. I know. I have a great picture of you and me and Bill oh, and Maria nice. oh, at her house when we oh, did the clearing. Do you remember? Oh, that was. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like to see that picture. I remember what we did. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the day that I got my that I got to call myself a shaman was because it was the day that another shaman acknowledged me and he did it by accident and he didn't even know it. You know, he introduced me to his eagle feather and I, and I communed with it for a second and handed it back to him. And he said, why didn't you tell me you were a shaman? And I didn't have the heart to say, well, I wasn't officially until a minute ago. <laughs> until you said that, but I just went, oh, it just didn't seem relevant, you know? <laughs> and then he initiated, you guys then initiated me and that was, I was like, so we were clearing our friend's house and Bill had been invited to do that. He was the, I don't know, quote unquote, known shaman. <laughs> and I was apprenticeshipping. Kelly was thing. And he came in and we did the whole house clearing and drumming. And he had me drum and Kelly and him went through the house with and I did drumming. And at the end, 
he, he took the drum from me and he goes, I'm going back outside. And when they came back inside of me, he said to me, so we did like a little meditation and I saw a vision and he said, my guides are telling me that you are, this is your initiation into being a shaman, shamanic practitioner. You know, I mean, it's not something I, you know, I didn't wake up yesterday and say, I mean, you know, that day and said, okay, this is what I'm going to be. You know, I work in the medical field. I, you know, this is not something that I woke up one day and said, oh yeah, this is what, this is, this is definitely what I'm going to do. I know what it is. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You don't choose shamanism. It chooses you. It chooses you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, and the piece of when we stood underneath the doorway in the middle of the house and you guys stood, put me in the center and blessed me, all three of you. And that was, I always feel that there's a certain protection around me because of that blessing. It's been, it's quite the thing. It's quite the thing. You know, sometimes there's no words for things like that. The feelings are just, you know, and those, those are the type of instances is, in bonding that you you can't make up you can't it's not something you dream up of i don't think so so it's about just doing saying yes really even when you're scared especially exactly. when you're scared oh yeah yeah Maybe because, because oh scared. my god <laughs> the amount of times our eyes were wide and we're going oh, okay <laughs> oh my god what am i, what am I doing you- Okay. You really shit. Yeah, you really serious, man. <laughs> is this seriously gonna happen? Are we gonna really do this? Promise me a steak afterwards, right? Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> she did. She'd say stuff like that every time. She was, you know, we'd get halfway through and she'd go, Rah! and I'd go, and the horse I rode in on. And yeah, exactly. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> war buddies telling yeah, stories yeah i know, you know exactly well i think we are a little bit yeah kind of you know magic is kind of like that and um so you have to understand that's the kind of bond that you build with people when you do it and you give them uh kelly gave me a really great example she said you know when the people are learning how to the kids are learning how to ride their bike and they don't have the training wheels you can't hold on to the bike the whole time so you let them go and then if they fall it's okay, because what you're going to do is you're going to step in and reach your hand out and help them to stand up again and get back on the bike. And that's when you do this kind of work is you watch each person fall. You watch each person go through their process, but you're there to hold their hand while they do it. And, yeah. uh, and if you try and stop them from falling, you stop yes. them from learning how to ride. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's doomed to everybody's done that too. But with the grace of God, with the grace, the grace and dignity to fall, but to get the back up, to pull up the bootstraps, put on your big girl panties or big boy panties and go about it and see what the world is offering you because it's out there for all of us and it's out there, you know, it's bringing your energy, your, your um, juice, whatever you got to make the world a better place to make yourself a better you know live, you know as best as you can you know 
Well, and that's all you can ever do is the right. best if you can, right? right. You know, you're going to fuck it up. You're going to well, get it wrong. Exactly. Gonna, oh, my God. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I once started an entire podcast called Magical Muckups. <laughs> It was just, you know, a whole series of, of, you know, stupid things that we did, you know. And I mean, just every time you do something stupid, every time you blow yourself up, you learn from it. Hopefully. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you're, well, if yeah. you're smart. Or, or you get people to ask, you can say, right. hey, I went to a retreat and I went to the retreat because I heard there was going to be a shaman. So I was all excited and I went there. And then the person, the shaman didn't come. So then the person who was running said, so do you want to be the shaman for the retreat? So then I opened the thing and then I left and then I met Kelly and met that following Tuesday. I go, I am so tired. She goes, well, did you close the circle? I'm like, oh, no, that is why I'm exhausted. And I haven't slept in two days because I kept that energy circle open. This is the funny piece because they've heard me tell this story about six ways from Sunday with me and Kathy doing this. So it's so nice to hear this story from somebody else because I totally forgot about that. So yeah, they've if they've been listening for a while, they've heard this one from me too. Forgetting to close the circle is the basic one that everybody gets gets hosed on. And you get hosed on it. And when you do it once and then you're like oh I will never do that again. Yeah. Until the next time you do because you got distracted or you know whatever yeah Yeah, shit happens right right yeah yeah so you know it's so funny because when we're doing this work it is it's such a sacred charge right we're just we're just told that this is what we need to do and we need to be clear about it right and yet at the same time about half the time when you're coming up, if not more, you're going, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pray that it's gonna work out and I'm gonna just get the hell out of the way and I'm gonna try not to notice what's coming out of my mouth. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're right on the nose there. Yeah. It, it's being, you know, headstrong. And half of it's just being fucking stubborn, you know? It's like, I'm just going to do this. And I don't, yeah, whatever happens, happens. I will fucking deal. But I'm just going to do this. And it's, uh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, you can't tell me no. I'm just going to do it, you know, because, you know, that's what commitment is, right? You can't, you cannot do magic without having access to your own commitment. Definitely your own commitment. You have to know your own self and your own place in your center and where you're at so that, and be committed to it. <laughs> I've gone into ritual going, I have, I've got two things written. I'm not sure if that's what I'm going to do, but uh, let's see how it goes. Oh my God. Uh, and, and sometimes, sometimes it's you because the spirit won't let you write it because you've, you've tried to write it and you came up with something and it sucked and you're like, this isn't it. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to write it the day of, and then it doesn't happen. Right. And, um, and then the, uh, I'm trying to, yeah. Um, and then the, and then sometimes it's somebody else does it to you. Right. So like I used to do rituals with a Tantra instructor in Boston and she would call me up or, and say, Hey, do you want to do this ritual with us? And I would say, yeah, sure. 
And I'm like, when? And she would tell me the date. I'm like, okay, it's in my calendar. What are we doing? She's like, oh, I'll get back to you on it. And then I would follow up and follow up and follow up. No response, no response. And the day of, she would contact me at four o'clock. The ritual was to start at seven. And she would say, okay, I want you to do this role. And I'm like, okay, what's the context? What else is, what, what else is being done? Who else is there? What else is going on? Blah, 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 blah. And she'd say, well, you know, I think so-and-so is going to do this and so-and-so is going to do that. And, you know, we'll just feel through it in the moment. <laughs> and I would just show up and be like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> just like, you are so lucky I've done enough ritual that I can do this on the fly because holy crap, woman, you've given me zero to work with. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sometimes that's just the case. So it's... Uh, you know, you get to the point where you've done enough of these and it, it does become second nature and you can just do it on the fly. And, you know, I mean, that's Kathy and I do that all the time now. And I know you do it all the time. You know, once you get to a certain point, it's just integrated into your beingness and you're you're in it and it's it's in you. And it just comes right through. And it's it's, you know, it's just like a muscle. You know, you need to exercise it a little bit, and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then then it comes to you like. Like someone will call me up. I put down. I write, open a book, and I they start talking to me, and I start writing because that's where it all just comes through. And I, you know, I don't have to wait. Speaking of writing, because yes. we are going way over, and you and I will just keep yes. talking for like two hours, and my editing guy will be really unhappy with me. <laughs> <laughs> and my and the rest of the listeners are going to be like, "Well, this episode was really long." Uh, so you wrote a book. I did write a book. So I wrote a book. Into the heart, the polarity of wholeness. And the reason I say the polarity of wholeness is just like you have daytime, the sun's, and just like you have night. And both are important. You need the day for the sun and you need the night for the coolness. And so your shadow helps with your light. As much shadow as you have inside is as much light as you have inside, and you need both of them to do this kind of work. And so in the book, it tells my story a little bit about how to do different things, and there's little exercises in it, to like a grounding exercise and different things on how to, you know, you can make little notes and... And look at your process, look at your triggers, look at your um, reactions to the world. And it gives you a different way to look at things through the spirit, through your heart. So coming into your heart to see the lightness of the world, but also to see the darkness of the world and of yourself. So my first exercise that I did with one of my teachers, we were supposed to go down to the bus in the meditation and meet our our shadow. I went down to the bus. And there was this girl who was like a pixie girl. She had a fancy, beautiful colors on. She was like, ooh, and happy and shiny. I'm like, she had glitter. I came back up. I go to the guy. I go to the teacher. I'm saying, I did it wrong. I met this girl there. She wasn't a shadow. He goes, do you know your darkness? I said, yes. He goes, do you know your light? And I said, no. <laughs> he goes, well, you met her and that's your shadow. I was laughing because I haven't heard this story before, but I knew you back then. And yes, you needed <laughs> to know, you your, know light. your light. Exactly. Because I had the shadow stuff oh, yeah. very well and I understood that. But the light, I didn't. 
I didn't that was at the beginning of my thank good thankfully it was at a fairly the beginning of my training and all that that uh I met my light and that's and that's what people see is my light and I'm always like what are they looking at you know because <laughs> like, it's not something that I was very familiar with so uh, we we do have to wrap up but I want to tell one more story and but I want to I don't want to tell it I want you to tell it I want you to tell the story about when the rocks clicked together they merged oh with, with our friend yeah <laughs> Let's see if I can remember the whole thing. Um, you might need to give me the backing up. Or- no, don't count on me for that. I just remember the. I just remember the the you know the moment of holy shitness. <laughs> a good friend came for um, a healing, and they sat in front of me. And a lot of times I use the drum, but I a lot of times I use rocks, and I bring the rocks together. And we were doing something with him, really. He was really, in, I mean, it was, we went deep. And just at one point, it was about a release, but it was also about a calling back in for him. And the rocks came together in this, in this healing. And um, when she says came together, the two rocks merged into a single rock. I want to be really clear what she means by that. The two rocks ceased to be two rocks and they became a single rock. So when I say badass, I do mean it. So things like that happen for me, and I'm not really public about it. But <laughs> too bad, uh, too late. <laughs> yeah, because that's part of someone's private session. But it's also it was a pretty it was a pretty significant. Uh, yeah. It was like oh, I don't yeah. know how that happened, but bless it. Ah, there it is. There it goes. And I was sitting, another story is I was sitting with somebody and we were talking and we were sitting on the couch facing each other and something, she said something and a light shot out of my eye, on my side of my eye. And she's like, did a light just shoot out of your eye? (laughs) I was like, well, um, um, maybe. person that goes along with it and I <laughs> yeah you're not and reluctant let's get the, you, know what? Yeah, <laughs> you just pretend that you're reluctant <laughs> because you know then it makes you feel like people don't think you're nuts exactly but, you know these people will not think you're nuts so oh, we're okay, okay. <laughs> well and i you have witnesses i i am yes, a witness i so, have witnesses you know. i have a few yeah. witnesses and and it's just it's it's so much fun to do this stuff yeah and um yeah, I, I think we may have to do something together sometime <laughs> soon. So. We'll, yeah. We're going to have to figure think, it out. I will have to figure yeah. it out, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm just like, this This just feels too good. It's too much okay. fun. So you well, got to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you with so that much. Said, yes. With that said, we're going to, so I'm going to put you on notice that I'm going to ask you to do what I'm normally asked to do by Joey, which is to provide a Kellyism, which is a, um, it's cause, so it's going to be a Sueism, which <laughs> sort of wraps up, you know, in, in very short you know, like a sentence or so, um, you know, the thought for the day or a message that you want to give everybody. I'll give you a second to think about that while I say, uh, if you want to reach Sue, you can get her book on Amazon. 
uh, and the link will be in the show notes and you can reach her on her email, which will also be in the show notes. And you can find her on her website at sueangelo.com. And that's S-U-E-A-N-G-E-L-O.com. And if you want a session with her, you can just reach out via email. That's the best way to do that. And, uh, you know, you <laughs> clearly you're not going to regret it. So, um, and by the way, thank you so much. We've received some great reviews for the show recently. And I, you know, we've gone way long on this episode. So I'll read you the most recent one that's on the next one. But uh, thank you for rating and thank you for reviewing. You guys rock and keep it up. And uh, with that, do you have a suism for us to close the show? Listen to your heart because that will tell you the truth. And always say yes when your heart asks. <laughs> that is a true suism. Always say yes when your heart asks. That's fantastic. Well, that is all we have for this week, but be sure to join us next week as I add another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Kelly Sparta here with Sue Angelo, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. So long. Thank you. So long, everybody. Thank you. When you share with a condition, each mile I travel over 13,000 miles. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honey Voice Productions with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing? But you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.